out of the funnies and into your homes. And we hope your hearts too. Welcome to Blondie. Before we join the bumsteads of Shady Lane Avenue, let's gather around the bandstand for a curtain raiser from Juanita Eddington. Raise that curtain, Juanita. Juanita. This week's episode is being sponsored by the Watertown Players, your favorite community theater troupe for more than 30 years. You know, folks, one of my hobbies is collecting colloquialisms from around the world. One of my favorites is the German phrase, alles hat ein Ende, nur die Wurst hat zwei. I know that most of you were able to translate this into your native tongue, but for those of you who have not, it means, everything has an end, only the sausage has two. We all love a good sausage, but I am sad to announce that this Blondie episode does mark the end of our broadcasts. But don't despair, folks. The Watertown players will continue to be like a sausage and keep providing entertainment for years to come. Just keep following the group on Facebook or browse their new website to see what the next exciting project will be. The Watertown Players, dedicated to enriching the lives of those in this and surrounding communities through creativity, expression, and fun. And now for our weekly visit with the Bumsteads. It's morning, and Blondie stands at the foot of the stairs, sounding her usual reveille to the man of the house. Dagwood, breakfast. Good morning, Mommy. Hello, baby dumpling. Tell Daddy his breakfast is ready. I can't tell him, Mommy. He's up and gone out. Gone out? Uh-huh. Soon as you went downstairs, he got up and got dressed and got out. Why, how funny. I didn't hear him. He went tippy-toe, Mommy. 
tiptoed out of the house without his breakfast. But why? Where did he go? Didn't he say anything to you before he went out? Uh-huh. He said, good morning. How would you like to be a gypsy? A gypsy? Uh-huh. Listen, Mommy, that sounds to me like our old car coming home. Yes, it's coming up our driveway. Now. We'll see what he's been up to. Come on, baby. Back door. Blondie! 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 Good morning, Dagwood. Two! Oh, I thought you were somewhere else. No, Dagwood. Hey, listen, Blondie. It's here. I've got it. <laughs> got what, Dagwood? Two burner bed under the sink and a hot and cold running stove that sleeps four. What on earth? Of course, the wash tub was extra, but it can go outside when we're inside or vice versa. And the same with the pot and some pans. Uh, listen, Dagwood. Count to ten slowly and then tell me what you bought. And how much it cost. One, two, five, six, nine, ten, sixty-nine dollars, and he threw in the icebox. Threw it in what, Daddy? Digwood, what did you buy? Why, I keep telling you, honey, it's a trailer. A trailer? One of those things you drag behind a car? Not drag it, honey. You tow it. With a trailer behind you, you're ahead of the crowd. Uh, that's what the man said. But, Dagwood, trailers cost hundreds of dollars. No, no, honey. I mean, sure, uh, but not this one. See, the feller that sold it to me had to leave town in a hurry. Who is after him, Daddy? No, no, baby, you don't understand. He didn't sell me the trailer because he had to leave town. No, he had to leave town because he sold your father the trailer. Sure. No, no, listen. This was a bargain. Well, let's look at it, Dagwood. Sure, come on. On to the unveiling. Oh, boy. Hi, fiddle-dee-dee, a gypsy's life for me. Uh, there she is. <laughs> How's that, eh? Goodness, it, it's a funny color, isn't it? Well, we can make it any color. How's it look to you, baby? It looks like somebody was moving their hen house. Listen, it's bigger than it looks. Inside, it's just, just big enough to be cozy. Oh boy, wait till you see inside. A regular little home. Our little rolling home on four wheels. Two. Uh, One of the tires blew out. Our little rolling home on the three wheels. Dagwood, have you got the tire changed? I'll have to patch the tube, honey. What's all the hammering? Dagwood, are you going to hang all those pots and pans on the outside? Sure, honey. We'll need stuff to cook in, out on the open road. You mean we'll stop overnight in this uh, trailer? Certainly. We're going places and seeing things. Yes, and everywhere we go, people will think they're seeing things. Well, anyway, it's very tidy inside. I hope so. I like to have a place for everything and everything in its place. Well, in this trailer, some places are for two things. One place for two things? How do you mean, Dagwood? Well, see, 
Two of the beds flip over, and there's your table, for one thing. Oh, my. Just think, baby, the table turns into two beds. Uh-huh. I bet there'll be crumbs in my bed. No, no, baby. Those beds are for Daddy and Mommy. Wait till I open the door and show you. Uh, uh the door's a little stuck. Where does baby sleep, Dagwood? Well, see, the sink kind of flips over and there's another bed. Uh, cute, huh, baby? Suppose I want a drink of water in the night. Do I have to get under the bed? No, no, baby, I'll show you. When I get this door open, I'll show you. We won't have to use the sink bed except for company because the stove slips over too and there's another bed. Let me pry at the door, Dagwood, while you pull. Okay, honey. Ready? One, two, and... Two! Daddy, the door came off the hinges. That's what I know. Well, I'll fix it later. Anyway, it's open. Walk right in, Blondie. Then, and look around. Well, help me up, Dagwood. Okay, come on. Oops! Dagwood, it kind of sags. Are you sure it's safe? Why, sure. Let me in there first and I'll show you. Now see. I just crawl in and turn around and stand up. Ooh! Ooh! Dagwood, did you hurt your head? No, not much. Some more paint came off the roof. Never mind the paint. The point is, this is a good, strong trailer. Look it. I'll jump up and down to show you. See? Safe as anything. Your solid little home on four wheels. On three wheels, Daddy. Two. On two wheels. There. Now she's back on four wheels. That's nice, dear. The spares look kind of worn and ragged to me. Well, they're down underneath where they don't show much. Oh, well, that's right. Baby, what have you got in that can? Some red paint that was in the garage. You can paint the wheels red. No, but we can use it to paint the name on the trailer when I think of the right name. Oh, is it going to have a name? Sure, just like a Pullman car. How about calling it the Blondie Bumstead? Well, uh, no thanks, Dagwood. <sighs> Baby, I think I heard the front doorbell. Go see. Okay, Mommy. Don't name it after me, Daddy. Well, gosh, it's kind of an honor to have anything named after you, isn't it? Well, that depends, dear. I did think I might call it the spirit of the J.C. Dithers Construction Company. I wouldn't, Dagwood. Why not? Hi, Daddy. Mr. Dithers is in the house. Mr. Dithers? Dagwood, did you know he was coming? Oh, sure. I wired the boss to come back from Dobson's Lake. He's all dressed up funny. Funny? Uh-huh. He's got on striped pants, and his coat is long in back and doesn't shut in the front. That's his cutaway, baby. Gosh, he's doing it upright. He's got a shiny black hat, too. A silk hat? 
Dagwood, what in the world for? For the christening, honey. The christening? Sure. One thing Mr. Dithers loves is a christening. He'll go miles to be a godfather. Dagwood, you don't mean he's going to christen the trailer. Sure, if I can think of a name in time. What do I tell Mr. Dithers, Daddy? Tell him the christening will be out here by the garage. Okay. Well, I don't know what he'll think when he sees what he's going to christen. Oh, I bet this trailer will bring out the gypsy in him right away. <laughs> I never saw a gypsy in a silk hat. Gypsy? Hey, how would it be to name the trailer the Gypsy Queen? The gypsy's revenge would be better. Come on, let's meet Mr. Dithers at the back door. Okay, honey. I wonder how he looks in a silk hat. Bumstead! Too, it doesn't change him a bit. Bumstead, where are you? Right here, Mr. Dithers. Come on out. I got your wire and dropped everything. Where's the baby? Well, there isn't exactly any baby, Mr. Dithers. Ha! Huh? No baby! You mean the christening is off? No, no, Mr. Dithers. We're christening the Gypsy Queen. Huh? Who in the name of the seven suspicious sisters is the Gypsy Queen? Stand aside, Dagwood, and let Mr. Dithers see her. Sure. Look! Oh, what's that? It's our new trailer. Her name's going to be the Gypsy Queen. Ought to be Frozzy Lil. Now, see here, Bumstead. I leave an important job, come 200 miles, get all dressed up. Mommy, I smell mothballs. Shh. Yeah, quiet, baby. Excuse me till I whisper to baby. Go get it, baby. Okay, Daddy. Uh, thanks for wearing your silk hat, Mr. Dithers. Ha! I thought we were christening a baby. Oh, this is better than a baby christening. Uh, listen, you can't break a bottle on a baby, can you? Uh, are you breaking a bottle? Sure, you bet. Just like on a battleship. Oh, do I break the bottle? Of course you can, can't he, Dagwood? Sure. I wanted an important man to launch the Gypsy Queen on her travels. Well, I always did like breaking bottles. But I don't approve of wasting champagne. So do I. I mean, that's what I thought. So I got ginger ale. Oh, Dagwood, I found that bottle of ginger ale last night and... There's no ginger ale, Daddy. But I brought a bottle of ketchup. Catsup? I didn't come all the way from Dobson's Lake to break catsup bottles. Oh, it's better than champagne, Mr. Dithers. It, it makes more squish. Sure. Don't back out now on us, Mr. Dithers. Uh, listen, you go ahead and christen her with catsup, and I'll tell you what we'll do. We'll drive you back to Dobson's Lake in style. Yes, you can ride in the trailer. Well, is it easy riding? Sure, sure. Just like a private car. Can we start right after the christening? Oh, yes. Our bags are all inside. I'll have to wear what I've got on. Well, all right. I'll christen it. Stand back, everybody. Stand back, Blondie. Stand back, baby. Swing hard, Mr. Dithers. Don't worry. Now, hats off. Yeah, yeah, I am. Uh, shh. I christen thee the Gypsy Queen. Aw, the bottle didn't break. Oh, look at my hand. Blood. Oh, that's only a little catsup. But the bottle didn't break. Well, the cork came out. The bottle didn't break. Well, something broke. 
too. Look at that hole in the trailer. It smashed right through the side. Well, you ought to have stronger sides or weaker bottles. Two, I can put my head through that hole. You could put your head through the eye of a needle. Never mind, Dagwood. It needed more ventilation anyway. Get in, Mr. Dithers. Uh. You said you were in a hurry to get back to Dobson's Lake, and we promised to take you. Oh, yeah. Now you get in the trailer and make yourself cozy. Dagwood and I will drive the car. And baby, you keep Mr. Dither's company in the Gypsy Queen. Ready, Dagwood? Yeah, yeah, sure. Then we're off. Yeah, we're off for the open road. Well, this is the open road, all right. I never saw anything opener. Do you know where we are, Dagwood? Well, I've been going by that map, but something's wrong. We should have passed three towns in the last 40 miles. Let's see the map. Hmm. Why does the map say Idaho on it, Dagwood? Why, because it's a map of, hey, we're not in Idaho. Are we? Of course not, dear. We've been going by the wrong map. We're lost. Well, we can't be so very lost. We want to go to Dobson's Lake, and we're not in Idaho. Well? Well, Dobson's Lake isn't in Idaho either. Hey, what's that? Thunder. It's going to rain. Maybe that's why it got dark so early. Two. I hope that trailer doesn't leak on tithers. Slow up, Dagwood. There's a sign by the road. Golly, why doesn't the Gypsy Queen slow down when I do? Look, Dagwood. The sign says, Camp Crawl In, Trailers Welcome. It looks like a hobo jungle to me. Oh, it's raining. Maybe we ought to stop here, Dagwood. No, honey. If I don't get dithers to Dobson's Lake tonight, the least I can do is stop at a nice place. That's a steep hill just ahead. Oh, we'll make it okay. Maybe when we get up high, maybe we'll see a better place to stop. Here goes. Oh, goodness. I hope Baby Dumpling can keep Mr. Dither's mind off this ride. Tune in and hear what they're saying back there, Blondie. Tune in? Sure. And didn't you see my invention? Pick up that rubber tube that comes in through the back window. Oh, a speaking tube? Speaking or listening. It runs between us and the Gypsy Queen. Pretty good, eh? If it works. Sure it works. Oh, Dagwood, it does. I can hear Mr. Dithers talking. Hold it to my ear, honey. Here. You mean, listen. <laughs> and so the bad wolf... Ouch! Fell down the chimney. Oh, your father's going too fast. Oh, on. what did the wolf fall into? He fell into the stew the three little pigs were cooking. In with the... Turnips and in with the... Carrots and the three little pigs at Brunswick... Hat what? St <laughs> St no! He doesn't tell that so awfully well. Shh! I wish I could hear better. Tell another. Oh, you like that, huh? Well, it kept me from thinking about the thunderstorm. Now, a big boy like you isn't afraid of thunder. Oh! That was close. I'm scared. Quiet! 
I'll tell you another story to soothe your nerves. Listen, once upon a time, a little gnarled up ogre lived in a dark cave that was full of man-eating bats. <laughs> Quiet, and this ogre didn't have any face. <laughs> oh, I want my mom. I want an umbrella. This roof is leaking. Mommy! Here, talk to her through this tube. Tell your father to slow down, too. Daddy! There goes a tire. Let me have that tube. Hey, Bumstead! Bumstead, we're riding on a flat on the rim. Bumstead! It doesn't work. <laughs> yeah, it's like all your father's inventions. They never work when you need them. There goes another tire. Bumstead! Bumstead! Wood, stop the car. I thought I heard baby crying. Okay, now that we're on top of the hill. I don't hear anything. It's too dark to see anything either. Well, holler through the tube. The tube's gone. Something jerked it out of my hand. The tube's gone? Gone where? Wait till I wipe off the back window. There, now I... Hey, the trailer! The trailer's gone too! Dagwood! Must have lost it on the hill! Too! This episode of Blondie is being produced and sponsored by the Watertown Players. You know, folks. It's never easy when you have to stop doing something that you enjoy. For instance, when you are eating a banana cream salted caramel rhubarb pie, and your wife tells you that you have to stop eating pie because dinner is just about ready, you sneak in 14 more bites and then sadly walk to the bathroom to wash your hands in order to have a disappointing dinner of liver and onions. Or when you are riding your bicycle on a beautiful summer day, and from out of nowhere a tornado springs up, and you have to stop riding your bike and jump down into a ditch to save your favorite mode of transportation from being twisted into a lump of unusable metal. Here at the Watertown Players, we have had a blast bringing you 35 episodes of that classical radio serial Blondie. But now it is time to move on to the next adventure. Keep following the Watertown Players on Facebook and on their website so you can stay in the know. The Watertown Players dedicated to enriching the lives of those in this and surrounding communities through creativity, expression, and fun. And now we return to Dagwood and Blondie, who have traced their runaway trailer to the bottom of the hill, and right into Camp Crawlin. Listen. Thank heavens they didn't tip over, Dagwood. Yeah, these tire marks look like they were riding on two rims and two tires. And that kind of slowed them up. All right, Sherlock. Just find that trailer. I want to see if my baby is all right. Well, gosh, so do I. But I'm not so anxious to find Mr. Dithers. Golly, I wonder what he thought when they went coasting into this hobo camp. Hurry, Dagwood. It's pretty dark to go very fast. Let's holler for them. Hello! Hey, listen! A tire blew out. That sounds like the Gypsy Queen, all right. Where did the sound come from? Two! 
There goes the last tire. It's over there. Yeah, come on. Here it is, Blondie. Busted! Baby, are you all right in there? Yes, but we can't get the door open. I'll open it. The door came off again, Daddy. Never mind. It'll let some of the water out. Out? Yes, out. It's up to my ankles in here. The roof leaks. Oh, baby, I'm so glad to see you. Mom, you'll light a fire and get you warm. Who's going to get me warm? I, I... I knew it! Listen, I can fill that wash tub I brought with water. Gonna bob for apples, Daddy? No, no, baby. But we'll heat the water and soak your feet. If I can find enough water to fill the tub... What water, hey? Just ring me out! Oh, I'm afraid you're catching cold, Mr. Dithers. Wait, I'll light the oil stove. Come, baby, Mommy will dry you. Hey, here's the tub. And you know what? Our tires didn't blow that time. There's still two good ones. Pah! Nothing like two good tires on a four-wheel trailer. The noise we heard must have been a backfire. That means there's another car in this camp. Well, what are you standing there for? Go find him. Get, get, some help. Get a jack, get some boards. Get the tires changed. Get out. Two, yes, sir. And get me out of here by tomorrow noon. I've got to speak at the Optimus Club. I think your sneeze is a little better, Mr. Dithers. Ha! Where's the fire you were going to light? Where's the hot coffee we were going to have? I'm afraid there's something wrong with the stove and the sink. When I put water in the coffee pot, it was kerosene, and when I turned on the stove, it played water like a fountain. Elementary, my dear Mrs. Bumstead. Dagwood's got the feed lines crossed up. Light a match and I'll look. I'm afraid all the matches are wet, too. Maybe I've got a dry match. Hmm, yes, just one. Stand back while I light it. It lights! Oh, careful, Mr. Dithers. Don't talk. It makes a draft. I, I... That's you! He sneezed the match out, Mommy. This is the end. I'm through. I'm going. Where's my hat? Where's Mr. Dithers' silk hat, baby? Here it is. It's got some water in it. Huh? You said put something under that leak in the roof. Oh, baby. I'll go without a hat. Where's your car? Out by the road. I'll find it. But if you drive home, what will we do? Who said I was driving home? I'm going to find a garage, get new tires, get you all out of here. Hey, Mommy, that sneeze made the window shake. I was leaning against the wall. How many tires do you need? Two? Just two. Two? Tires. Oh, three tires now. All right, I'll get three. Oh, tires. I'm afraid. I know, I know. I'll get four new tires. Ma, there's somebody standing outside our tent. Shh. 
You'll maybe wake the baby. No one means us harm, Jenny. I'll see who's outside. Here's the lantern, Ma. Who's there? It's... it's just me. I... I saw your light. Bless my soul. It's a young feller, wet to the skin. Come in. Come right in. Jenny, make room by the oil stove. Well, I don't want to crowd you, and my feet are pretty wet. Why wouldn't they be on a night like this? Come in. Have you it? Well, uh, no. Hungry, too. Jenny, dish up the mush. We got company for dinner. Oh, uh, no thanks. I... It's only one help left, Ma. As long as there's any, we'll turn no hungry man away. Sit down, mister. No, no, I, I'm not very hungry. I can see your mouth water, and the light's bad at that. Here, hold the tin plate. You won't mind if it's tin. Here, mister. It's got cracklings in it, and that makes it extra good. Well, I'm afraid I'm robbing you. No, no. We've all at Baron Eddie, and he's out looking for work, bless him. Eddie's found something to eat somewhere, Ma, else he'd be back by now. Is Eddie your husband, Mrs., uh... Friend. No, sir, Eddie's my boy and the man of the family now. Mr. Friend has passed on. Eddie's 15. Golly, and he supports you? He does what he can. So do we all. You're not eating your mush, mister. It's very good. Are you sure you've eaten, Mrs. Friend? Uh, I'm on kind of a, a now diet, you might say. I don't need so much and me not working. Do the three of you travel in that uh, Ford out there? Four of us, but the baby takes no room at all. Someday we'll stop traveling. That's when we get out west. There's friendly folks out there. My boy Eddie reads me about them. Friendly folks and blue skies and the sun that's warm. It'll be good to stop traveling. We've been a year traveling. Golly. Oh, we'll get along. Now eat your mush. It's better than it looks. <laughs> it's, it's fine. Uh, that's not what's wrong. But you, you can't fool me. This was your supper. All you had. And you gave it to me when you didn't even know my name. Listen, I only think I'm hungry. Right over there, uh, somewhere, I've got a, a trailer full of stuff to eat. And a wife that's the best cook in the state. Bless my soul. Yeah, and I was sorry for myself until I met you. Now you know what we're going to do. We're all going to go over to my place for the best supper you ever had. A little more steak, Mrs. Friend? No, thank you kindly. Maybe Eddie, though. He works hard and... Eddie's gone to sleep, sitting up. Oh, you'll have to excuse him. He... It's so warm and cozy in here. Yeah, it's dried out pretty good. I'm glad I got that stove working. It's a lovely stove, isn't it, Jenny? She's asleep, too. Oh, I don't know what you'll think of us all. The, the kids aren't used to eating so heartily. I think you're the nicest family I've met in a long while. You bet. 
Taking me in? A stranger and all. I don't expect there are any strangers, mister. There's one father to us all. You, you must tell me how you made that mush you had, Mrs. Friend. Dagwood says it smelled delicious. Oh, now, I don't expect it would do for, well, rich people. Rich? You mean us? Why now, I'm glad for ye, but ye must be well off to live in a lovely little house on wheels like this. We, you like this trailer? It's a real pleasure to sit in it. It's kind of like one time we had a good week of work and we treated ourselves. We stopped over at the Central House in Beaverville. <laughs> that was elegant. Don't, don't think I'm boasting of it, but it's good to remember. Oh, Dagwood. We'll remember this night, too. I wish my baby was old enough to know the nuts Betty's sleeping in. <gasps> sheets, too. Clean sheets, like, like we used to have at home. Look, Mrs. Friend, we, we don't exactly live in this trailer. Uh, we just... Dagwood, shh. Listen. Golly, here's Mr. Dithers. He's brought back the car. With tires for the trailer, I hope. Are you moving on tonight? Well, I'll just rouse up my young ones. No, let them sleep a, a little longer. Bumstead, where are you? I'm coming. I'll go with you, Dagwood. I, I want to talk to you. We'll all help put on the tire. The morning will be enough time for that. Well, I'll just read up the place for you whilst you're gone. My, this is handy, though. A sink right by the stove and hot water. Put the last tire down with the others. Don't let her hear us. She's humming a tune in there while she works. Oh, Dagwood, I'm so glad you agree with me. She needs it worse than we do. We'll enjoy it more this way than if we kept it ourselves. Yeah. You got the note to leave for her? Right here. Read it to me again. I'll have to get in the light from the doorway. Can she hear? No. Uh, she's still humming. The note says, Dear Mrs. Friend, We're not coming back. We want you to have the home on wheels you like so much. It's for you and your brave little family to take you to the land of your heart's desire. Rest well in its clean beds, warm yourself at its fire, as we were warmed by a glimpse of your own cheerful heart. Goodbye, and good luck always, Blondie and Dagwood. Yeah, listen, what's she humming in there? Goodbye, Mrs. Friend. And good luck, always. Take me home now, Dagwood. And so, we leave Blondie and Dagwood of Shady Lane Avenue for the last time. 
This week's episode, The Gypsy Queen Adventure, featured the voice talents of Ashley Woodard as Jenny, Linda Ewart as Mrs. Friend, Carl Zarling as Mr. Dithers, Tara Jones as Baby Dumpling, Blaine Landowski as Dagwood, and of course, Lisa Steffel as Blondie. And now, a word from our director, Jenny Ortega. Thank you, Jim. I feel that the term director for these episodes is not quite correct. To tell you the truth, folks, this has been a collaborative effort from the very beginning. From the panic of continuing to produce shows with a worldwide pandemic looming, to the choice of Blondie as a project, to the recording sessions with the actors discussing which lines of the original scripts were in and which ones were out. It has been my complete honor to work with each one of them and to be able to provide quality entertainment that I hope that you have looked forward to each week. I would like to take a couple of minutes for a whole bunch of thank yous. Thank you to our corporate sponsors, the Watertown Players, and Midwest General Repair and Fabrication of Reeseville. Thank you to Watertown TV for airing a couple of our early episodes. Thank you to Jill Nadeau and Belle Masson for a beautiful setting for some of our episode photos and to Letty Lopez for editing help. One of the earliest ideas for these broadcasts was including a musical curtain raiser element. Thank you for that idea, Lisa. So a big thank you to all of our talented musicians, Ashley, Juanita, Lisa, Lisa, Matt, Sarah, and Tara. To me, the Watertown Players has always been about the friendships that are gained while rehearsing, perfecting, and performing for our audiences. A huge thank you to my wonderful acting friends, Andrew, Annette, Ashley, Beth, Blaine, Greg, Jim, Jim, Carl, Linda, Lisa, Matt, Megan, Pat, Pauline, Sarah, and Tara. Your voice talents and your abilities to make the world laugh are second to none. The biggest thank you goes to my wonderful friend, Jim Steffel, the true hero of these productions of Blondie. I have truly lost track of how many hats this fine human being wore during these 35 weeks. Announcer, fill-in actor, sound effects and sound mixer, recording each broadcast, editing each broadcast, and be willing to read the ads that I wrote, even though almost every one of them was a deliberate poke at him. None of us can ever comprehend the amount of time, energy, and hair that he lost making these shows the masterpieces that they are. The sacrifices that Jim made to make us sound this good can never be completely recognized. Thank you, Jim. And lastly, but certainly not least, thank you for listening to Blondie and for being a fan of the Watertown Players. Until we meet again. Thank you, Jenny, for all your hard work in bringing these episodes to life. This is your announcer, Jim Steppel, thanking you for supporting the Watertown Players and our episodes of Blondie. Even though we are officially off the air, you can always get more information on how you can help fund the Watertown Players' future productions by texting BLONDIE to 44321. That's BLONDIE. E-L-O-N-D-I-E to 44321. Thank you and good night.